Hello, everybody. Welcome to a special SideQuest episode of Which Game First. I'm here with regular panelists Ed, Mike, and Joe. What's up? Hello. Today, we have an advanced copy exclusive. This game doesn't even hit stores till this Wednesday, November 27th. And it is the Mori game. You are not the father. Just in time for Christmas. <laughs> Published by Mattel. Designed by Nick Hayes. Number of players three to six, ages 18 and up. But before we separate the maybe daddies from the baby daddies, Mike, tell us how it's played. In the Mori game, you are not the father. Players take turns playing argument cards to badmouth their opponents, gain popularity, or add additional you-are-not-the-father cards to their DNA test results envelope. At the end of the game, players take turns pulling a random card from their envelope. If the you-are-the-father card is pulled, you lose and everyone else wins. My favorite thing about this game is the giant picture of Maury on the board. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Maury, great. I wish you people could see this mug. That I'm seeing right now. He is Check it out on our Instagram. We'll have a copy of the cover. That is a picture of a man who loves his job. (laughs) Ed and I were actually at the show backstage, and we got to take a picture with Maury. I'm going to plaster it everywhere, because I got to stand next to Maury right before he went on stage. Wow. Out of step and repeat. Yeah, that's right. They had a backdrop for us and everything. It was cool. (laughs) So this game's inspired by the very popular TV show. (laughs) The Maury Show. Yep, and you can tell just by looking at these cards, there's some direct quotes from the show in this. I can tell you that, honestly, because when I was sitting there, I actually heard people saying some of this stuff. And the setup is we have a mother here today who claims someone playing this game is the father of her baby. At the end of the show, our DNA test will prove who it is. <laughs> so, uh-oh. Ed, I think you definitely missed your calling as a TV show announcer. Yes, as we pick up the pieces now and play this game. (laughs) (laughs) It's beautiful, Ed. It's beautiful. Uh, First thing I'm going to do here is pick up my DNA envelope because that's probably the coolest part of this game, to be honest. It's certainly the coolest component of the game. Yeah. You start with a couple cards in there. Two that say you're not the father and one that says you are Uh, the the father. father. Everybody gets their own DNA envelope, That's right. right. Yep. Yep, with their own color on it so you can keep track of which player you are. Mm -hmm. Um, And a little tracker to track your popularity. Popularity is important. (laughs) Popularity becomes important at the end of the game, but we can talk about that in a little bit. So what happens in this game? How does it play? Well, the object of the game is to avoid being the father. That's it. (laughs) The father loses. Everyone else wins. (laughs) That's right. The whole game, you're basically spending your time trying to get more cards into your envelope that say you're not the father. Because at the end, they're going to keep drawing a card out of each envelope until somebody pulls their you are the father card out of the envelope. So you're basically just diluting the chances that you'll get that card pulled at the end of the game. Yes. Every time you win, you get a better chance of not being the father. There's two possible outcomes for winning an argument. So one of the results is that you become more popular. And why that's good is at the end of the game, the least popular person will draw out of their envelope first. So you have more chances before your turn comes back around for somebody else to be the father before it comes back to you. Well, the other two results from playing red card is that you can lower somebody else's popularity or remove you are not the father card from their envelope. So 
when your turn starts, you get to play either a red card, pitching that you're the mom, accusing a man, uh-huh. or you can play a blue card to start off as a defending potential father. Which did you prefer starting with, guys? I like starting with the blue card. Why? Because it has a lower level of tension. You want to, the tension to gradually increase throughout the experience. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Adding to the drama. And why is that important? Well, because of popularity. Popularity is a huge portion of this game, right? Yeah. It increases your odds of winning if you're going last to pull out of your envelope. Right. But if you're going first out of your envelope, that may person may lose before it comes to me. Right. That's the point. That's why you want to be more popular. Well, they're like gladiators in the Roman arena, hoping Caesar's going to give them the thumbs up and that the crowd's going to love them. It does have somewhat of a gladiatorial feel sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's definitely always some sort of battle happening on stage where people would just be bored and not come back again. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I like playing the blue cards because they're the only ones that give you a positive effect for yourself. The red cards are the ones that drag somebody else down. So you play a blue card on yourself and then let people argue against it with their red cards. Remember that show that was about doubts about the paternity of specific infants where everyone sat down and talked rationally about it. Yeah. (laughs) Neither does anybody else. I loved playing the blue cards first, Mm. mainly because I got to role play the defending dad, and that was more fun. (laughs) For me, it depended on the strength of my hand, but one advantage the red card has is that you can pick on somebody, and only they can respond. Mm -hmm. See, if you play a blue card, anybody can trump in on that. So if you think they don't have the right card to counter what you have. And also, if they're the leader, drag them down. That is actually a really good point because if I play a blue first, then somebody with a really good set of red cards can go, oh yeah, I'm taking this one down. Unless the person, of course, has the red cards that they just really wanted to say the quote on and they just jump in and play first. I suppose that speaks to who you're playing with and perhaps what day you're playing. Mm-hmm. Like if it's Thanksgiving and you're hanging out with your family, <laughs> they might just be looking to give you the funniest comebacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, or the meanest ones because it's Thanksgiving and everybody's already in argument mode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this game absolutely hangs on the quotes of these cards. That's all the fun and action is the quote. Yeah. Let's give our listeners an example. I'm going to start as if it were my turn, and I'll start with one of my favorite cards, the blue cards. All right, ready? Anybody can trump in on this one because I'm going to start with blue. You're blind if you think that baby looks like me. You need to get your eyes checked. Both of you have an extra toe. I didn't feel any sympathy pains while she was pregnant. That's why I'm not the dad. If you didn't want to be a daddy, you should have kept your khakis on. Mikey, it looks like you won that one because I'm out of blue cards. (laughs) Let's hear how Joe and Ed's argument goes. I've been with a million women and none of them got pregnant. I can't be that baby daddy. <laughs> what do you got to say about that, Joe? If you look up deadbeat in the dictionary, you'll see a great big picture of you. But I was in a coma when she got pregnant. I can't be that baby father. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You got the same dimples. I can't have kids. My soldiers are not Martian. If you were half a man, you'd admit you were the whole daddy. That would normally end the argument. Yeah, I have and another thing, so this allows me to play a card to add extra points to the strength of a card. So, it takes more than 10 seconds to make a baby. I'm not the father. 
we didn't really talk about the strength of the cards, actually. You bring up a good point. The cards have a number on the upper left-hand corner, and you have to play a card that's equal to or higher than the last card that was played. So you can't just pick your favorite quote. Mm -hmm. You do need to play quotes in an order. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, So I often started with low-point cards, Mm -hmm. even though the benefits of low-point cards can sometimes be better. You start with a low-point card so you can keep building up if you have three or four, let's say you're playing red cards, if you have mm-hmm. three or four red cards in your hand, you can keep going with red cards if you start low. Well, approaching it that way actually helps you not be the one to run out of cards first. Right. You're trying to draw people's cards out of their hand if you can. Now, one thing I noticed too, though, that the cards do have a number at the top and the high numbers are preferable. But they also have good results on some of the high numbers. And I thought if they wanted each card to feel a little more equal, they could have had the better results on the lower numbered cards. That way, play the lower ones and hope nobody can beat it and hope the wrong person goes against you. I actually thought the orange cards were some of the most powerful. For example, I got something to say about that. Allows you to draw three more cards, which can give you a lot more options. You normally only have a hand of five cards. You play that as one of them. Now you have a hand of seven cards. Yeah, and all these orange cards get played before you play your argument cards. So you play that and see what you get, and then you get to play something on top of it. Or some of them add the cards' values together and stuff. Mm-hmm. So those can be really, really strong. So you got more choices how to set up your opponents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, exactly. Some of them come in before you play any cards, but some can be used as a comeback card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So if you get picked on, you can use it then. We can't forget about, of course, the most important card, which is the Mori card. Joe, can you read us the Mori card, please? The lie detector determined that was a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is the most powerful card in the game, It has a numerical rating of 100. Mm -hmm. You can play this comeback on any card, and the player it's played on loses five popularity, and the turn ends. Yeah, on the box it describes the card by saying, drop the Mori card, then drop the mic. The first time I played this, I really didn't care whether or not I was going to be judged the father or not. I just wanted to walk out of there with the highest popularity. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there isn't much on the board. Popularity takes up a big portion of it. It's very important to the game. I do like one little asterisk they added in the rule book where it said, avoiding fatherhood is how you win the game. It is not how you win at life. (laughs) (laughs) A little caveat for everybody out there. Pay attention. That's a relief to hear. This is not a way to live your life. So where did we get this exclusive advanced copy of the game? We might know somebody who actually works at NBC. Mm -hmm, That's right. And they wanted this game to leak to the public, so they handed it to our grubby little hands. And this game is out just in time for Thanksgiving. It'll be out the day before Thanksgiving, so if anybody wants to grab it to play with their angry... (laughs) If you need extra contention at your Thanksgiving dinner, this might be the perfect game to grab and get those arguments out in a fantasy setting instead of for real. But if you're looking for a deep strategy game, this is not (laughs) it. And a lot of people aren't looking for that, so... Looking for a way to avoid politics, this might be just the thing. Oh, smart. Well, thanks for joining us on this side quest of which game first. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye Bye now. now. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day, y'all.